Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Mike Wilson, Chief Investment Officer and Chief U.S. Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the latest trends in the financial marketplace. It's Monday, February 10th at 9 a.m. Eastern, so let's get after it. Heading into 2020, sentiment was at a high. In fact, based on the data we track, investors hadn't been collectively this bullish since January 2018 right after the biggest tax cut for U.S. corporations and individuals in over 30 years. However, in my view, the drivers of bullishness at the end of 2019 were more about fears dissipating and extraordinary liquidity than general excitement about growth acceleration like it was two years ago. In short, equity markets climbed the proverbial wall of worry. While it's often impossible to identify the catalyst for an overbought market to correct in advance, it's easy in hindsight. In this case, the coronavirus provided a big enough concern last month for the markets to experience their largest correction since early October. However, looking at a chart of the S&P 500, or NASDAQ, one could say, what correction? The fact that we only sold off a paltry 3.5% on valid growth concerns suggests the -the buy-the-dip mentality and the liquidity-driven bull market are very much in charge. This impressive resilience makes our first half 2020 bull case target of 3,500 for the S&P 500 look more likely, while 3,100 to 3,150 provides strong support. Besides liquidity, the other reason the pullback may have been so shallow is under the surface, the correction was much more substantial, with many cyclical stocks and assets off more than 10%. Anything sensitive to the global economy, especially China, corrected sharply, while defensively oriented assets and safe havens soared. This makes sense, but we're coming off several years when cyclicals have already underperformed defenses by a wide margin. So cyclical assets are now discounting actually a pretty bad outcome. What's more, with volatility recently touching record lows, this move felt bigger simply because we hadn't seen one in a while. In short, the correction was significant in the hardest hit assets, leaving sentiment about the growth acceleration quite modest and pushing investors even further into large cap, high quality defensive growth assets like the S&P 500. At this point, the low growth, low interest rate environment we've been in has created tremendous dispersion in the markets between winners and losers. Three trades in particular have received the most attention, large over small, defensives over cyclicals, and growth over value. Most investors have figured this out, which is why these trades have worked so well. But now they're crowded, and the latest concern about growth has taken these trends to new extremes. Is it time to take the other side? Our economics team believes the coronavirus will delay the global recovery, but it won't derail it. If that's right, these unloved parts of the market may finally be ready to outperform in a more sustainable fashion. After the recent correction, such stocks initially traded very strongly, with one of the largest factor reversal days on Wednesday towards cyclical value in small caps. But that quickly faded later in the week. Over the past few years, there have been numerous false starts towards cyclicals and small caps. Since June 2018, we have fought the urge to trade these short-lived rallies and recommend cyclicals or small caps, but we have to admit we're intrigued by this latest correction and the evidence suggesting the global economy could snap back quickly once the economic headwinds from the coronavirus fade. Interest rates, commodity prices, and the U.S. dollar have been our beacons for cyclicals and small caps, and each of them still appears unconvinced that growth is about to turn up materially. My take is that while the recovery may not be derailed, the delay is probably enough to keep the three aforementioned trends in place for now, while the high-quality indices like the S&P 500 continue to be supported by liquidity and near-record low interest rates, along with the view that global growth is good enough to weather this latest threat. Bottom line, the liquidity-driven bull market is intact, but it's too early to bet big on new cyclical trends or small caps. 
Thanks for listening. If you enjoy Thoughts on the Market, please take a moment to rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. It helps more people find the show. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.